Hi, and welcome to the Language Lie. A podcast about idioms. I'm Ingrid. I'm Casey. How's it going, Casey? So great. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for asking. Cool. Are you excited about idioms today? I'm always excited about idioms, Casey. I was born excited about idioms. (laughs) I don't understand that. It's very weird. It'll never get normal to you. It's true. I'm excited because you did the research too, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about. It's like Christmas over here. Yes, it is like Christmas. Do you happen to know off the top of your head what our little intro is on our website or on our Patreon? Um... I'll just go ahead. <laughs> Join Casey and Ingrid as they take a humorous dive into the origins of your favorite idioms, and we all learn something new. They chew the fat, spill the tea and the beans. All right, well, I'm just going to stop there. Uh, the idiom today is chew the fat. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry that I did not know off the top of my head the intro to on our website. <laughs> that we wrote a year and yeah. a half ago? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I try to say it to myself before I go to sleep every night. But <laughs> it's I like just, a prayer. <laughs> it hasn't really stuck with me. Um, oh, that's a really fun one. Yeah, I figure since it's literally the first one listed we, we, should. we should talk about it we should address okay. that okay i like it let's let's address the elephant in the room here casey cool uh so do you have you used this one besides in that introductory introduction I, I have used it when i wrote the introduction on our website yes <laughs> yes i do remember that um and in life i don't say it a lot chew the fat um yeah i've never said it well i'm saying do you want to take it off our website? No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> I'm about to say it a lot today. Okay. Yeah, I don't use it myself, but I have heard it used many times in my life. By people in real life? By, by real people, yes. Weird. Okay, cool. Many of them probably old Southern relatives of mine. Got it. Okay. And, you know and what... unfortunately, I'm now thinking about fat back, which is uncomfortable for mm-hmm. me. Cool. Mm-hmm. Chew the fat means to... Jibber job to tell a story to to talk a lot about something. Wow. Um, yeah, to discuss something. Sure. Uh, the idioms.com says to have friendly banter for hours on end. That's what jibber job means, in case you wanted to know. Got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also say to gossip with a friend at leisure. Merriam Webster says to engage in casual or rambling conversations. They all. F- I am a pro at casual and rambling conversations. <laughs> Yes, see all 42 previous episodes <laughs> where literally all we do is chew the fat. Uh, Miriam Webster also lists some synonyms, including babble, gab, jabber, gossip, mm. which I thought were cool. Mm-hmm. They also listed a few related idioms. Not that this is a new segment, but I thought it was I worth love a related idiom. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, talk a blue streak. Mm-hmm. Blow smoke, shoot the breeze. Um, so. Okay. I like all this. Yes. Um, the example that they gave is the friends chewed the fat late into the night. Hmm. Right. So cute. It is cute. Do you know about the origins of this idiom? Take a guess. People in a diner eating something that had fat back in it and they're chewing on the gristle something. Okay, cool. You looked really excited for half of my answer, and then you looked disappointed in me. 
Uh, I almost did a spit take just there. Um, <laughs> I am never disappointed in you. Oh, thanks, Casey. Sometimes you might you might should be, but <laughs> appreciate your undying enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, of course. I just ignore that stuff. Uh, so there's there are a lot of origin stories to this idiom. Hmm. It's like the Marvel of... universe. Yeah, yes. It's the Marvel universe <laughs> of idioms. Way to really like bring it home for the young listeners. There are rumors that the native people of North America would chew on the on hides to soften them so they're mm. more pliable. There are rumors that British farmers would chew on smoked pork um, as a treat. Okay. Uh, a little high protein treat, high fat treat. That's kind of what fatback is, right? Yeah. Like a pork, uh, yeah. Pork thing? I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it. I don't. I'm not a Texan, so I don't know all the specifics, but I feel like it could be pork or beef, I would imagine. Okay. Grammarist offers that the expression could come from sailors who would chew on salted dried fat. Um, this would take a long time to chew, giving them plenty of time to talk. But if you're chewing, the, I'm, I'm having a real problem with this. If you're chewing, how are you talking at the same time? You can like talk and chew gum, can't you? If you're if you want to be really annoying, yes, okay. talk and chew gum like cool. Bible at Beauregard on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow, another great reference for our children listeners. <laughs> Sydney Morning Herald says that the idiom stems from the 1500s when folks would have guests over their house. The homeowners would hang bacon over the fireplace. Oh. Yep. During these days, pork wasn't exactly the most easily accessible commodity, um, which doesn't really make sense to me because in the 1500s, I'm assuming most people lived on or near farms, and I would imagine most farms had pigs on them. Mm-hmm. So, I would imagine the same. I don't know what the Sydney Morning Herald is talking about, but... I was... Dr- I May I just say, brief side note, I dropped my child off at school, which is basically in downtown Austin, and was like trying to turn around and went through this neighborhood and all of a sudden on the right there was a large yard with a pig and a goat and a lot of chickens like there was a large pig just kind of in this yard in downtown austin cool he was i i go to this little brewery place up the street and one time i was there this is when i first started going there i look over and there's like some dogs around and well, like, cool, all these dogs. And then I, like, do a double take, and it's one of the dogs is actually a pig on a, <laughs> on a leash. Chilling like chilling like a dog. Was it a large pig? Or, like, one it of those was, BS I mean, it was smaller. It wasn't, like, pig. a huge okay. pig. Um, but it was still relatively Sizable. large. Yeah, like, noticeably large. <laughs> okay, so we got some pig stories. Yeah. So in these days, says the Sydney Morning Herald, pork was a sign of wealth and a sign that, quote, a man could really bring home the bacon, hmm. end quote. So the story goes that they would cut off pieces to share with the guests and they would all sit around chewing the fat. Hmm. Um, they go on to say that at some point in time, quote, someone realized the rhyming connection between fat and chat. And that's how oh. it started. 
Worldwide Words says that that story I just told you is complete False. rubbish. <laughs> Utter rubbish. Okay. <laughs> And in Worldwide fact, Words is good at saying that yeah. these are complete and utter rubbish, yes. Yeah. And in fact, uh, from Wikipedia, the the legends before that I mentioned, um, there there aren't there isn't really evidence to support any of those claims that sailors chewed on fat, that farmers and or Native Americans would chew on fat for no okay. reason. Well, I'm sorry that all those other people were liars. Liars. Lying liars who lie. Um, so the the long tale that I told you about, the hanging bacon, that actually appeared in an email that went around in 1999. Uh, that mm. was <laughs> part of an... <laughs> it was a Y2K <laughs> thing? Yeah. It was part of a larger article called Life in the 1500s that quote purports the origins of several puzzling expressions um it still annoyingly pops up from time to time and has unfortunately been widely taken as accurate hmm. all right so don't believe those emails people are sending you guys mm-hmm. uh worldwide words goes on to say that the first mention of this phrase uh published anyway is in life in the ranks of the british army by J. Brunley's Patterson, which was published in 1885, in which he likens it to a kind of generalized grumbling, the bending of ears of junior officers as a way of staving off boredom, which um, I guess is a part of army life back in the day. Okay. Side note from Wikipedia. Prior to the adoption of metallic cartridges, most ammunition was composed of powder and ball, and a ball wrapped in paper cloth soaked in animal fat, which was bitten open during musket drill. Soldiers were known to chew on these ends to pass the time and release the nerves, and in some instances, they would do that instead of using chewing tobacco. Mm. That so, sounds very good for your health. No, not great. Also, like, isn't that scary? You're chewing on... Yeah. No, that's I mean, terrifying. I, yeah. As you were saying it, I was trying to wrap my brain around the image of it, and I was like, don't do it. Don't do it, mm -hmm. soldier. Doesn't seem healthy. No. In Slang and its Analogues by John Farmer and William Henley, this is a British book published in 1891, they also refer to military life as the origin of this idiom, again saying that it means sort of a grumbling. Uh, in the early 1900s, Chew the Fat makes it to the United States, where it continues in popularity. Um, though the meaning slowly shifts from like a grumbling to an idle chat. Okay. Jibber jabber, <laughs> as you said. Is that the term that you said? Jibber jabber, yes. Great. <laughs> in memory, Casey. Thanks. There's also another term called chew the rag, mm -mm. which... Shan't be no. doing that, nor using no. that term. Okay. Okay. Um which was mainly circulated in the United States, not not a lot of uh, British use. Random House Historical Dictionary of American Slang, published in mm. 1875. Don't worry, I already got it for you for Christmas. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, they give an example of chew the rag. Gents, I could chew the rag for hours on end, just spilling out the words and never know more than a billy goat about what I was saying. Mm, well. However... In James Dixon's 
Dictionary of Idiomatic English Phrases, published also, in 1891. Also, my companion Also gift. coming to... Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Published in 1891 in Shanghai, hmm. Dixon defines chewing the rag as to be sullen and abusive. So it kind of goes against the Dictionary of American Slang okay. because that seems as though like chew the rag for hours on end, whatever, casual banter, yeah, not abusive. Again, this was published in the United States and in Shanghai. So, you know, okay. in the 18, late 1800s. So, like, you know. Take it for what it's worth. Regardless, it seems like the original phrase was actually chew the rag, which started in the United States, and then shifted over time once it made its way to England, becoming chew the fat. Hmm. Where the heck chew the rag comes from? Couldn't tell you. (laughs) I mean, that leads me to think of like... Chewing on a piece of leather when you're like in pain in the old west or something. But Great. it doesn't make me think that you're gonna be having a chat with somebody. <laughs> Why don't we just use that? Okay. Yeah, that's the new origin story. Okay, cool. Thank you. I'm I'm glad we're making up continuing our legacy of making up definitions. We yes. We have a language podcast where we make up definitions. <laughs> it's just as good as any other. Yeah. So Worldwide Words sums it up pretty nicely and succinctly, more than I could ever do. Mm. We don't need to invoke any literal interpretations, either of chewing rags or of fat. It's enough to compare the steady chomping of the jaws in chewing with the mouth movements of conversation to see where the figurative sense came from. The image of a person biting down on something so unrewarding as a rag, like an angry dog wearing about a a bit of cloth, is enough to evoke the original sense of grumbling and discontent in Chew the Rag. Okay. Chewing on a piece of fat also includes a lot of heavy jaw work. Maybe the fat would taste better, though. Yeah. Just a personal I, thought. I agree, unless... Yeah, no. It sounds like it would probably taste a lot better. Yeah. Then a rag? Yeah. Particularly a rag sounds like a dirty thing. Yes. So, Ngram reports on this, saying that there's a pretty steady usage from the late 1800s through the 1900s. There's a little dip in the 60s and 70s, but it continues on, um, gets real popular around the 2000s, which is weird to me. Yeah. From Wikipedia, in ham radio, this is a direct quote, just to let everyone know, in ham radio, extended conversation as opposed to just exchanging basic information, name, location, equipment is called rag chewing chew the fat.org.uk is a web forum Mm. i'm getting on it immediately yes with a description the chat forum your mother warmed you about and it's devoted entirely to chat to gossip and humorous humorous banter we should be like featured there (laughs) I mean, I'm definitely joining it, and I'll become a featured user, and then we can... (laughs) Great. Take over? Yes. Great. Perfect. Oh, okay. Chew the Fat is a food and travel podcast which focuses on food personalities across Ireland and the UK. Oh, I want to listen to that, too. Mm -hmm. We should have had them on. I thought I was getting caught up on my media. Now you've given me several new outlets I have to explore. 
I'm going to send you something real quick. Oh, dear. While you're doing that, may I just say one thing that I keep thinking of? There's a restaurant near where I grew up called the Chat and Chew, which is a diner. I believe it's in Turbyville. Ah, so, yes. Turbyville. Mm-hmm. Been there. The booming metropolis of Turbyville. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I just want to give you, I usually don't like to give you much context about this song. It's true. Um, you do usually make me go into it blind. This one is, uh, th- it's a song from a band in Australia. Um okay. In 1993, called Mr. F- the band is called Mr. Floppy. Mr. Um, Floppy? Yep. And they're like real angsty. Um, the beginning of the song is literally like a reporter man saying a lot of disconcerting things to really like intensify the feelings you might have of like the world is ending and the man is taking over and Big wow. Brother and like that vibe and then the song starts so if you want to take it from there action (laughs) i'm taking from the angry man yeah it starts this is the first set of lyrics right after that that intro period i remember when we were young sitting down to a plate of fat we would eat until we were bloated and give the leftovers to the cats give it to me baby give it to me hard i know you love it chewing on my lard so you can chew the fat that was great. Thank you. Um, I'm going to send that to Mr. Floppy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Floppy is an entity. He's just one man sitting around. Yeah, still writing really weird songs. Uh, so 1993, the song is called Chew the Fat. There's, I'm not even going to mention the album name because it's not that nice. It has some bad words in there. Oh, okay. So. I mean, I feel like you did just make me say, ha hard. <laughs> So they also don't have lyrics on the internet for that, so I had to listen to it on YouTube oh and transcribe gosh. the lyrics. Yeah. So how do you think for, I felt? I did that for one song that I sent you once, and I was like, "This is too much work." Yeah. Wow, I am really impressed with you, Casey. More than any of the research you did, I am really impressed that. that you listened to that song and wrote enough to write down the lyrics because you know you can't just go through once; you have to like go back and listen. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good, good at typing as people talk. I do that a lot of my job. So yeah. I just kind of went through once, really. Wow. I didn't know you had this skill. I'm going to give you some stuff Court to stenographer. Do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, Casey. Mm-hmm. That was very illuminating. <laughs> yeah, so we don't know is the point. <laughs> we have no idea. I feel like we're on, a stir- on, a, on a, quite a thing lately of back to the we don't know where they come from yeah i I, the first few instances that i read were like oh this is what it's from this is where it's from and i was like oh that's really cool that that 1999 article it's featured in a bunch of other publications where people state it as fact (laughs) Mm. um this is what the internet's done to us people it's true and the i mean the term didn't show up for another almost 400 years (laughs) So it's wow. just totally off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start making things up and sending them out in emails. Yeah. But I guess people don't check their email anymore. You could try. Email marketing. Cool. Ingrid, I, yes. I have something to tell you. What is it? I have an international idiom. 
Casey, thank you so much. Do you I was speak just Polish? Say, do I speak Polish? Yes, of the many things that I speak. No, I don't speak Polish. Do you want to try? I don't understand sure. any of these letters. Sure. I'm not, I will not either, but yes, absolutely, Casey. Oh, my God. You're so much more fun than I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, right? What mm, is that? Mm-hmm. It's like someone drew over the letters. Slonachapilsinaducho. <laughs> no, that's not. We should take that out. <laughs> nope, that's staying in. <laughs> so the literal translation, again, this is Polish, the literal, tra- if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell the fluent Polish that I just spoke. <laughs> The literal translation of that is, did an elephant stomp on your ear? And what it means is you have no ear for music. I would like to say that all of these are coming from TED Talk. You know TED? Mm -hmm, My buddy. It's the blog. Yeah. It's the blog. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, And they have a bunch of international idioms. You have to send me that article. Nope. Nope. Literally no, because this is my treasure trove of international (laughs) idioms. I just keep I'm not sharing. (laughs) You're so kind. (laughs) <laughs> get your own okay well fine i'm not going to share with you the um where i'm getting all of my ones for the racy idioms that we do for our patreon <laughs> which are the ones that i need more you're right um i did not do a things we shouldn't say anymore so we can skip that segment for this week okay cool if you guys want to know what that is listen to another episode or come back next week all right Who's going to do synonyms for idioms this week? I'm going to. All right. This is from the Good Game Company. Uh, It's a board game called Idiomatic, Mm -hmm. where I read a synonym of an idiom, and Ingrid tells me what the idiom is. Okay. I feel like I'm getting ready to do the spelling bee. Very nervous. Question number one. Mm. Squatty, but also very sugary. Short and sweet. Okay, calm it down. <laughs> Am I this aggressive when I do it? Oh my God. No. I'm just really determined <laughs> to not sound like an idiot. all of us. You just screamed at a thousand people. Short and sweet. Listen I'll to give it. all my answers like that from now oh, on. Oh, good. Perfect. Uh, in case you don't know, when we do the the racy idioms, Ingrid speaks in her sultry voice, which is very similar to that. Okay. Listening to it via the wine fruit foliage. Heard it through the grapevine. That's great. And you you know you came in strong, and then you you brought it down. <laughs> I tried a little bit. <laughs> to tap down my excitement. <laughs> no, but once you figure out what it is, it's like, oh my god, yes, I got right. it. You're so excited that I, I sublimated my excitement. Wow, what a great word. Mm-hmm. We will traverse that overpass once we we'll cross arrive that bridge there. when we get to okay. it. Okay, well, let me finish it. <laughs> God. It's a shame because the last few that we've done, I've just totally uh, floundered for, mo- <laughs> for minutes on air, dead space. And you just let it happen. And I couldn't even finish saying what it was. And you told me. I also just reached... 
and grabbed one and it wasn't necessarily the hardest one i feel I like that last one i don't was... ever try to find you the hardest ones oh. I, yeah like not only do i let <laughs> you flounder i like actually made a video clip of one that you did great <laughs> where you're just like <laughs> it made me laugh so hard great mm-hmm. great so i'll put that up on our tiktok guys. great uh, yes <laughs> wants to check that one out um thank you casey i'm sorry that i was a so good at this game no i was a know-it-all brilliant <laughs> no oh my god don't use such a pejorative term for being smart mm. thank you i'm just they use it about hermione granger on harry potter mm. like it's always a little bit unsettling I'm like don't tell children about that that's a mean thing so if you'd like to see that video clip of casey we'll put it up on our tiktok or uh, you can, and you can email us at thelanguagelie at gmail.com um, or go over to Patreon where we're going to record after this a racier idiom. Put those up there at patreon.com forward slash thelanguagelie. You can also slide into our DMs on Instagram at thelanguagelie, all one word. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can rate us, you can share. Mm-hmm. Click that little follow button. Oh, wow. She is officially an influencer. (laughs) It just happened. You heard it here first. So glad. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.